Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat in the Glitter Pit. And I've got with me, as usual, hanging on like a... Wart on the back of the end of a witch's nose. It's bigger. <laughs> what? Bigger. Hello. <laughs> Are you drunk? <laughs> Hello. Maybe sometimes when I'm trying to get my uh, analogies together, when I'm not actually thinking about it properly and I'm just kind of randomly coming out with things, mm. they might not be quite the right analogies. They could be okay. a, bit, a bit weird, but a carbuncle yeah. on the arse end of humanity. Is that better? Arse end of humanity, like New Zealand. Yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking more Norway, but uh, yeah, I, I got. <laughs> I, was that. Thinking I, I was trying to insult you. Did you did you read by the way that the New Zealanders want to ban foreigners from buying more buildings and oh, they have, they, they have, have already. already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that's old news. <laughs> no, it wasn't old. It was published the other day. I just read it. Yeah, no. Maybe they're trying to make it even harder. Yeah, they've um. So the law went into place last year. Uh, they had to be a resident of New Zealand paying taxes and um, it's always about taxes, isn't it? Well, that was probably <laughs> the only way they could understand if people were actually resident is uh, if they paid yeah. tax. Because what they were finding, um, and it's not the answer to the problem at all, um, what they're doing, but anyway, what they're finding is that um, they were getting a lot of foreign buyers buying up very exclusive areas in Auckland, for example, lots of um, uh, land development, putting lots of houses in, then um, as investments. Uh, so, and for um, prepping. And then, yeah, but not for, not for living in. So they were empty and not being rented out to anybody. And there's a massive housing shortage in New Zealand, and particularly in Auckland. Um, and there's not enough people who have are able to purchase their own homes so they they rent but um, New Zealand has a homelessness problem now which it never had for ever since I was growing up and it's only recently in the last three maybe years that there's been this problem um, so they're saying that they can't go out and buy all this land and then have all these houses and then keep them empty or keep them at really high rent rates um, because what they would the foreign investors were doing was using them as investment properties for their children to go to school or to, to colleges or to university there because it was cheaper than in their own country. Um, so it just sat empty until they were using it or there was various other reasons, you know, tax write-offs and all the rest of it. And also kind of having a property for residential purposes that they might use once or twice. And, you know, people do this all over the world. It's not yeah. unusual. It's not unique to New Zealand. No. But... Auckland was going through a major crisis, housing crisis, and it was pushing the rates of all the other properties up, 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 up. So um, there were properties that were, weren't worth even putting a dog into that were selling for millions um, because it was within certain areas of Auckland. So they, you know, the government and their wisdom decided, well, it must be all these foreigners doing it, so therefore we'll just ban them all. Mm. So instead of actually maybe going in and helping Entrepreneurs build new houses or yeah. access to I, I'm yeah. I'm, I, I, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't shocked because you know politicians are politicians, but that, that's a really 
simple solution to a not so simple problem. What what you're doing when you, if someone wants to invest in your country, I think that you should try to, you know, take those money and yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what all countries want for people to invest in? Them? Well, no, well, they do, but they want the right people to invest in the country. So there's a fair yeah. bit of racism that goes along with this, and um, it's underlying all the time. So. Uh, New Zealanders are incredibly, I'm going to put myself out there and say this, racist. Um, <laughs> but you, they, they say they're not. Uh, and they, <laughs> <laughs> that's a racist statement. It is. Um, you can't cast aspersions on the sheep. They've got higher standards than that. Yeah. Shaking a king. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, there's a lot of racism in, in every country probably experiences this, I imagine. Uh, I haven't been in every single country, but I can imagine, you know, they don't want foreigners in our land. We don't no. want people who don't look like us or speak like us or, or eat like us and doing weird things and watching weird television programs in our Buying country. Buying houses, Just taking the jobs, houses. stealing our yeah. wives, yeah. eating Putting our children, fucking our sheep. Weird. Yeah, we want our sheep to ourselves. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of you know what politics is like. It's not just the fact that you know it's huge housing prices. There's a whole lot of things that go along with that. There's a whole undertone and undercurrent of something quite sinister and nasty that goes along with it, which um, is pretty much human nature, unfortunately. Um, True. And in a few countries I've lived in, and I've lived in four or five now. <laughs> it happens in all of them. Yeah, and you it can does. See it in all so it's not unique unfortunately and you know really realistically like you say you want people to come in and establish some kind of economy and help you grow and have some wealth and everyone can benefit from what these other people bring in but no it's not how it works yep. no 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 it's the truth so, yeah but this, you know, the government there just decided that that's what they're going to do. So sometimes, you know, do you know that feeling you get when you think something really bad is happening and something that you, it's not necessarily something you can control or do something about, but you sit there and think, well, I'm glad that's not me because that doesn't apply because I'm a Kiwi and I can buy a house in New Zealand if I want to. And even though I live overseas, I've got a passport and I've got a tax number mm -hmm. and you know, blah, 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 and you think, oh, well, it doesn't matter. But actually, I, I was in that situation. I wanted to buy something, and I was a foreigner, and I was whatever. I'd be really pissed off, yeah. but actually, I don't care. Sometimes awesome. you think, yeah. I saw a horrible post the other day on my favorite Facebook, and uh, it said, um, it was horrible. It was a, a child who'd been macerated by... Uh, a bomb and it's said there's a war going on in Yemen and children are being murdered by bombs does anyone give a fuck mm -hmm. and I, yeah. if I speak to most people I don't even think they know where Yemen is <laughs> that is true but if I was that child or that mother of that child or the father of the child yeah. or auntie of the child that would be absolutely devastating and I'd oh, want yeah. Yeah. world community to, to say this is wrong yeah. do something about it because we can't yeah. do this for ourselves but no one gives a fuck no one gives a fuck is that the title for this episode that might be the title for this episode it was going to be sausage dog oh, which I do have a relation to I'm non-sexual non relation of course <laughs> I need to, on, the, on this podcast that needs to be clarified <laughs> 
So you hear you talking about Kiwis being sheep shaggers and you're a sausage dog shagger. Oh my I'm god. I'm just trying how, to I'm trying how to do you get down to the level. I am trying to preempt I'm trying to preempt oh, your stupid oh. jokes. <laughs> oh, the images in my head, they just don't go away. <laughs> well, that, those are in your head. <sighs> and now in every listener's head. Thanks to you. <laughs> You've got sausage dogs, right? I got one sausage dog. I had to. What happened to the other one? I had to give it away because of allergies and he got a bit uh, aggressive. When my wife was pregnant, he got oh. a bit too aggressive. And then when the kid was born... He sometimes snapped at her. And uh, then we found a very nice elderly woman who didn't have any small children or anything. And she, her husband had just died. So we figured that she was the perfect person to adopt him. She, she walked, you know, she went for long walks every day and she just needed some company. So she was the perfect, perfect. Um, and how's the such dog now then? He's all right? Okay. I don't know. To be honest, I have not. I don't care. No, no, I, I'll just. I don't care. Yes, of course I do care. You just think, okay, well, she's gone, so he's gone. The problem's gone, so I don't have to worry about it. Well, anymore. not the problem, not that, but it's not just. It, it, it's her dog now. It's not my business to, you know. I don't oh, want to be that. He was that. family. You gave away your family. Unbelievable. Oh, shut up. Well, yeah, okay. I guess I'm talking to the woman who lived six months in New Zealand just to. Keep her cats. Four months. So, yeah. Four months. Four months. So just four months. Yeah, yeah that I'm going to talk more, about that, by the way. I'm going to talk more about sane, that. Doesn't it? Yeah, it does make it completely. You know, they're my family. I don't give them away. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, we did talk, talk about, about. Didn't we talk about aliens or something? Dogs, sausage dogs, dog treats. I'm going to talk about dog treats, and it's kind of. I do have a point to this, so bear with my rambling. But do you give your dog? Dog treats. Do yes. you train your dog or do good things? And if it does nice things, you give it treats. She like can sit. Little... She can lie down. Yeah. She can spin around. Otto, the previous dog, the one I gave away, he could also play dead. <laughs> so I could just shoot him. I could just shoot him and he would just fall over. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> you shot your dog and then you gave him away. Okay. See what <laughs> well, kind of was... pet owner you might be. <laughs> <laughs> but you gave them treats, right? You gave them treats to do these things. So you you rewarded uh, them yeah. with a treat, yeah, to get Isn't it the funny payment. how motivated they are when they get something to eat? It's just like me. You can get me to do anything just for a party. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to go there. Uh, not going to bite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Easy now. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. The uh, dog treats in the supermarkets and in the, the pet stores, obviously, they're prolific, aren't they? There's a billion and one different types you can get. Or it seems Make like there's a billion and one different types. Like, it's commoditized. It's a commoditized. Like, yeah. having a pet... Or having a pet business or pet food business is a license to print money because pet owners will buy whatever it is to keep the dog from not snapping at the pregnant wife. Or if there's a problem, you'll buy something for a solution to make your life easier. So, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we've got our puppy, our puppy Taco, and he gets treats regularly because he's been trained and we, we're doing training like not spin around and play dead and what have you shake paws we're doing some important training like mm, yeah, don't sure jump so. on 
sit, stay, walk, wait, don't bark at the doorbell, don't bark at the gardener, don't bark at the pool boy, don't bark at this <laughs> dog next door. You know, all proper training. Keep okay. him safe. Um, and we just ran out of treats. So today I went down to the pet store to get some more treats. And I was in there for a good two hours because <laughs> there were so many different varieties and types. And flavors. Why didn't you just and grab a bag? They were treats go. shaped like, no, no, they were treats shaped like bones. They were treats shaped like squares. They were treats shaped like triangles. They were Cuts. treats shaped like that. Listen, alligators. They were treats shaped like hedgehogs. What the fuck? Uh, oh well yes. i'll tell you something about hedgehogs if you're interested no i just said no, no nothing to do with shagging my father-in-law he had many wieners sausage oh. dogs before and he used them for hunting and right. one of them actually hunted hedgehogs and she found them when they were walking in the forest or something she found hedgehogs and she found the technique where she went to the hedgehog and used her nose to just tip him around, just bounce him. So he got with his belly up and then she just digged in. Nice. <laughs> Dug in. Okay, well, that wasn't quite what I was expecting from this. <laughs> no, well, I didn't say it was a cute story. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm destroying this episode, am I not? <laughs> the, the hedgehog episode. Um. Anyway... <laughs> What I was yes. thinking as I was standing there looking, going, okay, how do I differentiate between, so not only the sheeps, uh, the sheeps, the treats, different shapes, the different flavours, so you got lamb, chicken, beef, venison, pork, whatever. You're fucking bonkers, pork. aren't you? But you know, there's also apple and pumpkin flavour, or boysenberry and turkey flavour, or pumpkin and feta flavour. Cut. Like, the, the dogs eat cat shit. They don't yes. care. But here's my point. How do I differentiate in this huge big aisle of treats? What, how do I know which one is the best one? And how do I know which one is going to be the one that works or the want, one that they like the best? Do you want the obvious answer or do you want my answer? I want your answer and then the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> because, no, because I have a point. There is a point to this. There is a, there is a point. Given given the time we've rambled already, I'm going to give you the straight answer, which, which obviously is the price. No, it's not the price. It is. You buy the most expensive one because you're the crazy cat and dog woman, so you want the best for your... Are you telling us... All the listeners that you do not want the best for your dog, so you don't want to buy the most no, expensive. I do. I do. Feet. I want the best for my dog. And that's the I most the expensive one, isn't it? That's what we're always touting. Shit them out the other end, or it's not going to, going to turn this nose up as soon as I bring it. Yeah, but it's not necessarily the price. Price does have a reflection in it. You're right, because if it's at higher price, I think it's better quality. Yeah, and if it's got a certain few words with it, I think it's a better quality. But it's about the personality of the damn things as well. The so personality the ones that have of the kind of, of the trade. Are you, yeah. are you bonkers? No. Have you been drinking? No. I the wish I had. The personality of the treat. The personality of the treat. So treat, sorry, there's, treat. A, there's a yeah. treat that has a story with it. And it's a story of where it comes from and about the dog that eats it and there's a dog picture on it and it's, it's the doggy face and the doggy's name was Jim, I think, and it was about the dog. 
So I bought that one because it was about the dog. It wasn't about the treat. It wasn't about what was in it. It was about Jim the dog who was excited and he was happy with his owner and he, and he did cool things because he liked getting the treats. I'm stunned. It's cool. It's mental. Because. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> this is worse than I thought. <laughs> yeah. And it's exactly the same when you have a business. How do I know which salon to go to? There's a zillion and one salons here in clinics. I want to go and get some work done. I'm going to say that in the very best. I, yeah, I'm reaching an age where I'm just like, okay, I need to get some work done. I'm just going to have it. Where do I go? Which aesthetician do I go to? Which clinic do I pick? Which one is, you know, there's millions of advertising discounts off and all the rest of it. But I don't want to go to any old one. I want to go to the best one who's not going to fuck anything up. Who's going to do what I want them to do and make me look amazing. Yeah? You can go to the it? one you like, don't you? Well, no, because I haven't found one oh, that right. has talked so, to so you. Can, okay, so you know, you just know the my name. You've never been into one and you're going to pick one. I'm, there's a road here in the desert that is just... Villa after villa after villa of aesthetician clinics. They're all in one road. They go all and you know they're all the same. Similar villas: aesthetician clinic, Liberty clinic, Desert clinic, Palm clinic, and they just okay. one after after other. How do I know which is the best one to go to? I, to be honest, this episode has taught me that I have no idea what your criteria might be. It could be anything. The stripper in the window. Yeah, it could be. If a stripper in the window talked to me, then mm. put a stripper in the window. But what the people who own these clinics should know the type of person that I am. Obviously, mental. <laughs> feeds her dog. So you'd go to the salon, which says treats. You can bring and they your. Would reach you can out bring to your, me yeah, and say, "We only deal with women who." live in a villa with a pool and a gardener and a pool boy and have a dog who eats hedgehog-flavoured, hedgehog-flavoured, hedgehog-shaped treats. And I go, that's me. That's okay. the clinic I need to go to because they know who I am and they speak to me. Okay, that's true. Yes. Do you think Is such a salon exists? Well, no, but I have other needs and other interests and other areas of, of values and things like that. So when, I'm, when a clinic is trying to find client like me who is prepared to pay and wants the best and etc etc and will follow up and do the work that I need to do they need to be able to speak to me and to my what I want yeah of course they do but none of them do I have to go out and find them and I have to sift through the dross and I have to stand in the aisle for two hours looking and looking and reading in packets and whatever just to find out which one is going to suit me the best yeah. and do you know what for me that's a waste of time if someone could just tell me this is what you need and this is who you are and this is the people we like to deal with and this is all we like to deal with, I would say, great, here I am. Take my appointment, get my, okay. take my money, do it. So if you're not doing that in your salon right now or your clinic or your spa, why not? There are people out there looking for you and they don't even know you exist because you don't put it out there of who you want to attract. So what you might do so if you... got there 19 yeah. minutes later. So if you run a salon in the Middle East, what I'd recommend you do if you want a high, a bonkers, although high-paying client, I put a, a dog sticker on the window. I put a water bowl outside 
I'd 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 sell I'd sell dog treats as well. I think complimentary. I'd offer complimentary dog treats, hedgehog dog treats, treats specifically. Uh, and I'm sure you you would you would probably be secure for life. Hal, I tell you what, if they even put a, you know had a doggy daycare inside, oh, I'd be Lord. bring the dog with me. Pardon? You would be living there. I would be living there. I would be. Do you know what? There's an idea for a clinic. A doggy daycare spa for humans and dogs. (laughs) No. Clinic and oh I'm so doing that. Yeah, sure you are. Do you know what I'm doing? Yes. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? Closing down this podcast because it's about time. Yeah, uh, that's the first thing I'm going to do. The second thing I'm going to do is that I'm going to collect my daughter from school. The third thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go and buy a new washing machine. <laughs> you are so <laughs> fucking random. <laughs> I am. We broke down yesterday. I mean, we haven't got time for your shit. We've only just dealt with mine. So <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about your washing machine another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, we can do that next time. Anyway, this was. I would like to. I would like to apologise to the listener. This is, this is cat on drugs. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wish I had been. This is cat <laughs> when I can't, when I can't, you know, keep her in check. When right. I just let her loose, when I let her free, this is what you'll get. <laughs> which I've which brings day. me. So so <laughs> if you if you are a person who loves. Slightly bonkers middle-aged <laughs> women <laughs> with puppies oh, nice. who who like very expensive and strange hedgehog-looking treats. You can go to the goyourselfandfastshow.com forward slash start and book a breakthrough call with her. Or if you're a normal <laughs> person, you can click the other link. <laughs> I tell you what, you had more fun on my call. <laughs> However, <laughs> let's be serial here for a second. Let's be serial. It's true. Let's be serial. <laughs> um, if, if you're looking to change the way you do things or you're looking and thinking that whatever's working for you now is not working for you as well as you hoped it would be or you're stuck or you're stuck in a rut or you don't know how to differentiate yourself from all those other doggy treats on the shelf, then please just book yourself on a call, www.thegrowyourselfandfastshow.com forward slash start um, and we'll get you, out of that, get you out of that stuck area and get you back on track and get some clarity and a plan and a plan for your business to move ahead. Yeah? Yeah, and I'll, I'll add the dog stickers there and stuff. <laughs> Lucky I've sent you a, a chew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that. Do what Kat says. We are not as bonkers as we sound. Or are we? We are a bit, aren't we? Well, I think sometimes you have to be. This will never happen again. I'm sorry, listeners. I'll, I'll keep in check. I'll, I'll sedate her next time. So. <laughs> you want to hear the story about the cat? That'll be next time. <laughs> okay, take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.